offense for BYU out on the field on fourth down and goal. Wilson flushed, floats it back in the end zone. Pau, did he stay in bounds? No signal yet. They will confer. And it is a touchdown for Neil Pau. Goes up, gets it at its highest point. Foot down. They looked at it upstairs. It is a touchdown, and BYU converts on fourth down and goal. Welcome in. It is your Cougar Post Game Show. This thing goes final. BYU sneaking out a win against UTSA, 27 to 20. Texas San Antonio came in committed with a game plan. They came in. They felt like they had a chance in this. And as things got closer, UTSA certainly in it. UTSA kicks an onside kick in an effort to get the ball back to go down for a either a tying drive or a winning drive. And BYU able to fall on that onside kick. They hold BYU to a three and out. They get the ball back with 20 seconds. But they roughed the punter. And so BYU is able to retain possession. They take the knee, and they get the win, 27-20. Here to break it all down, former BYU running back and the best in the analyst business, Mr. Will Snowden. Will, how you doing, bud? I'm doing wonderful. I mean, we, we got a win. It didn't come through the way I was expecting it. But, you know, that's college football. That's the, the, the thing about football. You know, these guys were ready to play. They were excited to play. Um, and, 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 you know, I think their coach did an unbelievable job preparing them. And also I thought he, they had a really good game plan to handle um, what BYU was going to come with. And then also the quarterback came in. He looked pretty good. He's big. He could run. He made some throws. And uh, they challenged him. And, and this will just make BYU better in the long run because they needed to, they needed to get a challenge, um, be humbled a little bit. Do I think they could could have played a lot better? Yeah. Um, was I surprised at how, how, how well uh, – um, uh, UTSA handled their O line, the, the the trench. I mean, I was shocked. I, was, I mean, I was, they, I was really shocked at how 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 physical they were and um, how they came off the ball. They came ready to play, and that's that's just a hats off to the uh, to the coaches. They well, you job. you mentioned the quarterback situation with UTSA. They started out with Frank Harris, who was their original starter. He went seven to thirteen for fifty eight yards. They made the switch to Lowell Narcisse. Narcisse was seventeen of twenty. Will. Yeah. For 230 yards and two touchdowns. A couple of drives there at the end that kept UTSA in this thing. Um, what did you see from Narcisse? What was giving What was giving BYU problems with this guy? A couple, couple of big-time conversions, too. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, remember, I, I, I should have done a little bit more research into Narcisse. I mean, he was one of the, you know, he was one of those guys who was a highly recruited guy, went to LSU, transferred, and had some injuries in high school his junior and senior year, uh, two knee, knee injuries that kind of held him, you know, set him back a little bit. But at the end of the day, this guy... You know, he, he just looked confident. He looked like he was getting his shot. You know, like, this is my shot to come in here and play well against a, a, a big-time team, which on BYU ESPN is two. on ESPN2. Yeah. And um, he, he did some things. He, he ran the offense well. And uh, what can you say? That's, that's the business of football. <laughs> so now Kalani will go back in there. They can celebrate, take a deep breath, and, uh, and let that, you know, let him enjoy his birthday win and then go back to the drawing board and realize that the more athletic teams you play, um, you know, that's, that's a, a Texas 
roster team. You know, a lot of Texas players there um, that can run. I, I was impressed with the with I was I was impressed with a lot of things they did today. Um, their perimeter play was a lot better than I thought it would be as well. I mean, everything just kind of came together. Now we're still talking about a team that was three and one coming into this game, but we just hadn't shown a lot of respect for who they had beaten. Um, they there's nothing else to say besides they're I think they're they've got a great young coach their first year coach and I think he damn sure um knows how to get these guys ready to play right they came a long way to play this game and they were ready and they were excited and they they, they I saw them doing some dancing you know I, I saw them doing some dancing during the game they were fired up so that that's what it's about kids out here having fun competing hard um and wanting to win I want you to take me into that um I want you to take me into that onside kick moment. Uh, you know, what's that like? You're, you're lined up. You've got the onside kick on the field. You're, you've got your onside recovery, your hands team that's on the field. And it bounces off Milne and nearly falls back into the hands of UTSA. What, what is that moment like for as a football player? Well, well you know, it's, 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 pretty, uh, it's pretty scary. Are you talking about the fumble? I'm just talking about the onside. I'm talking oh, about oh. that moment where it's all on the line. UTSA is putting the onside. You know you're going to take some hits. Yeah. You know, and I was on and that ball was it was, it was squirting kicking. around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 why you play the game, man. This, Perfect yeah, kick. Yeah, it, that's why you play the game is for those moments, right? To have to make a play. To, to that's why kickers kick the ball, right? You kick the ball to kick it out the end zone to make big field goals and to get that shot to kick a perfect onside kick and give your chance a team to, to get the ball back and, and prepare to win the game. So Something people don't see is, you know, how many times do you think we rolled a hands team out in the, the five years that we were at BYU together? Probably three because I was on the hands team. So maybe two, two or three. In the five years? Yeah, five years. Okay, and I want everybody to understand we practiced it multiple times every week. Every week. <laughs> I hated being on the hands team. I'm not going to lie. It was as nerve-wracking as can be. It is, but and it never comes around, but – Man, you have to practice it and practice it and practice it, and, and you just never. And, and, and you're you never expecting it either. It. You know, it's, one of my biggest pet peeves with watching football is watching. Um, one of the things that just drives me crazy is special teams. It's a punt, a kick, and a kick, uh, uh, extra point, uh, a a field goal try, and someone's running out on the field late, like they forgot that they're on the on the special <laughs> team. That, that I can't stand that. And uh, but I I once was that person on a. a <laughs> on, a, on a hands, you know, I'm over here just, you know, whatever, and they they're got the hands, hands team, team and, and, and there's one guy missing, and it was me. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, so that's probably why I have such a problem with it now, uh, where 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 people aren't out there on time. Well, um, they were able to recover, and that was a big moment. And then I want you to walk me through UTSA. When you are in a situation that they're in, where they they've got to block that punt. And, you know, they put all the effort into it. Do, do you blame that guy for roughing the punter, just giving so much effort? Or does he have to fall short on that? You, you've got no, to let no, that no, fall. You, like, you, how, do you, no. how do you explain that? You don't explain it. I mean, you've you got to lay out and, and, and you've got to take a chance that you get, get your hand on the ball. And if, it hits the, if you hit the punter, the game's over anyway. If you don't block the kick, the game's over. There's only 59 seconds left in the game. Uh, 19, 20, 20. Oh, was there even that many, much time? Yeah, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. It would have been, yeah. been 20 by the so, time. So that means nothing. I mean, I, I don't think it was a dirty play or anything. you got to lay out. you got to lay out, and if the if the punter runs into you, it is if, if you run into the punter, it is what it is. So there, there's nothing to there, there's nothing even to talk about there. 
couple of numbers to throw at everybody out there. Zach Wilson was 22 of 30 for 292 yards and two touchdowns. They had about 300 yards of offense in the first half of this game with only 14 points on the board. Yeah. What was happening in the first half where things were kind of just burning out? Just burning out, you know, getting to, you know, getting first downs, getting first downs, getting first downs, and then getting stopped. Getting first downs, getting first downs, getting first downs, getting stopped. And that's how you have those yards. I mean, it, 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 one of the things that I that I love about the game of football is you're able to look at a man's heart and, and the guts that they have. And one thing I, that, that I learned about UTSA is they have guts, and their head coach has guts, and their coaching staff have guts. They could have came in here and laid, laid down. You heard, their interview, you heard the coach's interview early in the week. He knew what he was up against, right? It's the the the, the they were a twenty nine point dog early in the week. It ended up being a thirty five uh, thirty point uh, thirty five point dog, and they covered that with ease. Obviously, they played tough and they came to win. They didn't come to just oh we're you know we're looking for a moral victory because if they had that attitude, they would have got beat by thirty five. Mm-hmm. They came out and played the game to win, but that's and, and and that's very impressive. They did. Sincere McCormick in the first half was really balling, really working down the field. Now, he ended up with 11 carries for 42 yards at a 3.8-yard per carry clip but and, and didn't get the production down the stretch. Um, I, I don't know. I did, you just didn't see him move. Once they got behind and Lowell Narcisse had to try to make a comeback off some things. Uh, but Sincere McCormick had his head down doing some work. Narcisse definitely felt like he was the quarterback, like he wanted to come out and win. And then, Will, I got to tell you, no, uh, Tyler Batty nearly had a game-ending sack on on Narcisse there at the very end of that game where Narcisse then puts it into the end zone for the touchdown. But Tyler Batty had his his foot wrapped up. What did you see on the pass rush otherwise? What what did you see? What was uh, UTSA doing? different because against Alabama Birmingham they could not yeah I mean slow a soul down you know what and it was interesting is it maybe Alabama Birmingham's get get off what might be a little bit quicker they looked slow to me on film those tackles looked absolutely horrible and they were setting better but that's the point of of college football you can't ever if you have great coaching if there's O-line coaches and say hey no you're not you're gonna stop getting beat inside every time you're gonna stop getting beat these are things that you go to work on all week and you you rep it and rep it and rep it and rep it and you know obviously these these tackles aren't just guys they found on the street right they're guys that they think can, can play yeah, right you didn't just sure. walk that you didn't walk over on the campus and say hey well you know come play tackle for us so they're guys who have been working on playing at this level and maybe uh, you know the coaches just went to work and and, and started fixing some things there was still some leaning there were still some things where they were getting beat but they did they their pass sets were a lot better today um, everything was better I mean it is what it is and I was really impressed with the center I thought he handled uh, Kyrus pretty well um, to line up a line up in front of Kyrus Tonga all game is, is a real challenge and and really um, I think he's gonna probably grade out pretty well on how he handled ha- handled big Kyrus Law Narcisse, 17 of 20, 230 yards. Harris had 58. They ended up with 290 yards passing and two touchdowns. Another thing that I w- that Narcisse was able to do is, is uh, you know, I couldn't hear it through the TV, but uh, obviously he has a, a nice hard count because he was getting us jumping. He, I mean, they had two or three free plays just from us jumping, um, and that, that says a lot. You know, you play with Peyton Manning. I mean, you, you know what it's like to, to have someone who has that voice ca- that can <laughs> kind of take control of the of the of the field and really and, he, and he was he was jumping them and uh, how about that touchdown pass that the kid caught uh, uh i was teasing that's a margin hooks byu 
great receiver. Uh, that kid who went up and, and kind of caught that, what they call mossing someone, that's a Martin Hooks, one of the guys oh, he spends a corner. lot of time with. Yeah, no, yeah. That, at, at receiver. No, no, in the back corner of the end zone. Yeah, back corner of the end zone. Yeah. That was a nice, real, nice catch. And so, the, so the athletes were there. You know, I, I saw a lot of good things. But at the end of the day, no one should be panicking because they won by seven points. That happens in football. That happens to some of the best teams ever to play. You know, you got to grind out games. Everyone still, we, we, we want to pretend like that team wasn't preparing for Brigham Young for a week. They were. And they're going to now move on to prepare for whoever else they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing with BYU. You're going to be in a dogfight. And, and, you know, like the old saying says, Mike Tyson, what he says, he said everyone has a plan until you get socked in the face. And that's how football is. You, we're, it, it, you, you're going to sock me in the face, I'm going to sock you back, and we're going to fight. And that's what UTS came, UTSA came to do today. They came to announce themselves with authority and not to lay down, and they didn't lay down to BYU. Yes, there were some things. Zach looked good. He was, un, he was composed, but they were, they, were pu- they were pushing the pocket. I mean, they, they, UTSA, you have to take your hat off to them. They played well. But this doesn't make you nervous for this Houston game coming up? No, I mean, I mean, it, 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 it you know, it's going to make me look, take a much longer look at what they look like in the trench, and they're going to have speed, um, they're going to have athletes, um, and it's a quick turnaround. It's a quick turnaround because they play Friday night. That's a Friday night game. Um, so, you know, obviously BYU is going to be, uh, is going to be, uh, you know, ready to, to play, and um, I think that the perimeter will be tested i think you'll see a lot of speed obviously that's what houston is known for um but i think byu will bounce back and and be able to get back on track byu was averaging four sacks per game coming into this game against texas san antonio they ended up with one sack in this game that sack came from a three technique number 98 son of former byu player hiram summers yes that would be gabe summers and not only did he get the sack? He got that sack in one of the most crucial moments of that game, a third and long situation where Narcisse was trying to complete to come down the field to see if they could tie this game up. Gabe Summers with a beautiful push-pull, a oh classic hands-on pads push-pull, jerked the guard right out of his shoes and got through and blew up Narcisse in a great finish. It was so good to see Gabe Summers Light that thing up. And as I mentioned, Tyler Batty had his arms around Narcisse's foot in a big-time possession but wasn't able to shore up the foot, and Narcisse threw the touchdown. Yeah. Gabe was able to finish this off with a big sack. Um, talk a little bit about Gabe Summers. Uh, yeah, I, I will tell you, too, a, another player that had a, a massive play on the outside was Shimon Willis. That, in a couple. A, yeah, in a third and uh, in a third, third and two that was two that they needed to convert. Shimon came up and – Put the lick on a slip screen? Was it a slip screen they were trying yeah, to throw? Yeah, well, no, I think he might have thrown just a little out route, but whatever it was, was it I, I don't know if he was – it probably was playing – I think they might have been in a cover too because he he came up uh, and, and he put his – he did his thing for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I don't – you know, don't get talking about Shimon because you know I'm a big Shimon Willis fan. Um, I, I really think he has the skill set in the coverage. Um, I, I think he does a, a, a lot of really good things. Uh, so – but he did look good. Also, that nice PBU on the nine route they tried to run. It was a good ball, and he was just in great position and made a great play on the ball. And so what I what I love about Shimon is his ball skills. He's got very good ball skills. That's a that's a that's a gift that so many corners don't have. They don't play the ball well, and he plays it really well. So I'm happy to see him getting that time. BYU did rack up the TFLs, eight TFLs in this game. 
Uh, Kaviko Fanua led with two TFLs for four yards of worth of loss. Micah Harper had one. Peyton Wilgar had a really nice TFL. As we mentioned right there, Shimon Willis on that uh, flats or slip, whatever it was, <coughs> with a beautiful um, with a beautiful form tackle for a three-yard loss. It was it, it was nice to see some of the TFLs. You just didn't have the sack production that we've been used to in in uh, in the 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 last few games for BYU. And I was a little bit surprised. Now they did rush three often. They brought five there, kind of in the back end of the third and beginning parts of the fourth. But they continued the drop eight, and it felt like UTSA started to find some of the holes in the drop eight and what started to make some completions. Did that worry you much? Yeah. There's always concerns. You're thinking we're dropping eight, and, you know, naturally you start wanting to see some pressure. You start thinking, hey, we got to get after this dude. But uh, I'm not going to get overly concerned. That's just not. I'm not. Some, that's not what I'm going to do. Football is a game that sometimes you great teams have to win. You have to win the tough game. That that's it. When you're the 15th ranked team in the country, and you're playing every team that you play is unranked, you you have a big target on your back. Yeah. Everybody's coming to play, man. And these are college football. It's the same. It, it, I mean, it's just silly. It, it's it, it, you know. For me, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall for. I'm not gonna get caught up with the. Uh, you know, oh, BYU is not as good as we. Th- no, that that that's that's silliness. I did expect them to win and win big. I, I expected a lot more points. I did not think that UTSA would be able to handle it. I did not think they'd be able to handle this elevation. I thought there would be a lot of issues. What UTSA showed is that they're a very good team that's going to win some, With some ball games. Guts. Yeah, they got guts, mm-hmm. and, and, and and that's that's what the game is about. I mean, they're not over here. Oh, we're scared because we're playing BYU, mm-hmm. and that's another wake up call for BYU to realize hey, there's a target on your back every time you play. It doesn't matter who you play. So if you don't come out there and smack boys, smack these young men early, they're going to fight. And, 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 and they came out and they're like, you know what? We just took a good punch from BYU, and we're going to keep on playing. Tyler Algier, 19 carries for 116 yards, 6.1 yards per carry with a touchdown. Algier, I think, has is, is really become the leader as far as a ball killer, carrier. I'll tell you, I love the way he runs. He's, he's a violent runner. He's, uh, he's very effective. He gets downhill quickly. Um, he, he's got a lot of tools, a lot. Dax Milne, seven catches for 102 yards. He was able to lead in the receiving area, no touchdowns. The only touchdown coming from Neil Pau. Neil getting into the game, five catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. What did you see from Dax, Gunner, and Neil? Gunner went out in this game with an apparent injury. Don't know how bad that is. Hopefully he's okay. But what did you see from the wide receivers? Anything anything pop out to you? Well, I'll tell you what. They – I saw some really – I saw some really – some good things from from Dax uh, particularly. Um, He shows that he has some nice top-end speed. he has some nice top-end speed, and his release game has really went to that next level. I know he's been working with Ross Oppo as well, was obviously their great coach, Fessy Sataki there. Um, but he his release game is really good. And one of the questions, I mean, that's one of the things I talked to you earlier about is they were going to be challenged by getting pressed, right? These guys are going to come up and press you. Uh, this is the way they play football in Texas, and uh, they come up and play man and get in your face, and I thought they handled that real well. 
So I, I'm excited to uh, uh, to see his his growth, all the receivers. But obviously, uh, these guys have really taken a, that next step uh, to make big time plays when they need to. And uh, there was no panic in BYU. That that was the biggest thing. I don't think they ever panicked. They just realized, hey, we're in a heavyweight fight. You got to fight. That's it. Mm-hmm. You either fight or you or you stand down. And they didn't stand down. Neither team did. Live at the TridayTrading.com studios at Thanksgiving Point, just hanging out. Hans Olsen, Will Snowden. We're going to hand this thing over to Kalani Sataki as he sits down to address the media. Coach, if you're ready, we will get started. Coach, if you wouldn't mind offering an opening statement. Of course. The, uh, um, glad we got the win. Um, that's the goal of every game. Obviously, there's some things that we would love to fix and wish we could have performed a little bit better, right, in a lot of different areas. But um, can't disrespect this game and, and not celebrate the wins. And the fact that we got that win, I was proud of our team, um, you know, competing and had a lot of credit to, to UTSA. Uh, I thought Coach Trailer had that group going uh, and playing really, really well in all three phases. They had a great game plan <clears throat> and caused us some issues on, on both O and D. And um, you know, our guys, it, it felt like a, it took a while to get going, but I'm um, just proud of the way the guys were able to fight through and get a win. And uh, we'll, we'll learn from this and get better. Um, there's a, I think if you're looking at it, if we could help ourselves. It's uh, minimizing the, the mistakes that we made. Um, uh, play more discipline, uh, you know, being offsides and giving them free plays is not how we do it on defense. And, and then on, a, on offensive side, those penalties cost us as well. Little things like the fundamentals of football, ball security, all that stuff matters. But <clears throat> I don't want to take anything away from uh, UTSA and, and their preparation. I thought they came ready to go and, and um, you know, very, very uh, happy about the win and very excited about the opportunity to learn from this and get back on the field. We have less than a week to get ready for Houston. So uh, we're excited to get the work going and, and, and showing up again and making sure that we perform better than what we did here. You know, that's, that's the goal and learning as much as we can from this experience. Thank you. All right, we will start with Josh, then Jared, then Mitch in that order, please. Hey, Kalani, um, late third quarter, you, you guys are up 14-6 at that it seemed like Zach really kind of found a groove on that third touchdown drive. He went to the air. You guys ran the ball effectively. That third touchdown drive, do you feel like that was the best drive that you guys put together today? Yeah, I, I just um, hate that it came so late. You know, I, I think the first drive was nice until we got the, the, the fumble. And then it's just little things like being mindful of the football. That, that football does not belong to anyone specific. It belongs to the entire team, the program, and the fans. So we, we can't make those mistakes. And I thought, um, you know, we, we, we've, we've like I said, give UTSA a lot of credit, but we didn't help ourselves in some of the issues now uh, that, you know, that we've been able to do the, the three previous games. Um, but a lot of that has to do with what UTSA did as a team. And, and uh, we, we got to make sure, as, as a head coach, I got to make sure that our team is ready to play and performs at its best every week. Um, not sure if this was, this was our best, you know, and, and uh, but very, very uh, happy that we got the win and looking forward to, to learning from this and getting better. Kalani, what's the message when a game is sloppy like that? You had a bunch of plays that just didn't seem to be run as crisply as you have. The defense, you know, at times seemed to be out of position, things like that. What do you say during a game like that to try and keep things, you know, and try and correct those things while, while keeping the team moving forward uh, when, when the game's on the line? 
Yeah, it's the little things. It's it's the fundamentals of the game, and, and sometimes the little things like like uh, you know hustling to line of scrimmage, in and out of the in and out of uh, off the field when they're when they're sub substitution are going. You know when we're getting our personnel sets, it's the little things. You, you don't go into an extravagant um, like hey, this is the reason. You just go into the little things and do you do them all right. Line up correctly. Stop jumping off sides and give them free plays. It's the focus and the discipline that needs to happen. And and like I said, I I need to do a better job as head coach and make sure that they're ready. You know, we we've been really really good before, and I think our guys are really aggressive, wanting want to make plays and things like that. But you're only all we can do is them doing their one eleventh, and then the whole team works. It's just it's not you can't go outside of your own um, responsibility and try to do more than that. And that's where we saw some guys you know reaching and trying to do more than their actual job. And it cost us, it cost us mistakes, penalties, and turnovers. You know, we just gotta, gotta basically go back down to the fundamentals of the game and preach the fundamentals and techniques of it. And I think you'll see a lot of improvement. But that, I, I wanna give UTSA credit. They, they did some things to make us uncomfortable. They did some things to, to make things really difficult for us on offense and defense. It wasn't just like we couldn't click for whatever reason. You know, they, they did some things that, that we haven't seen other teams do, and we need to have an answer because uh, I think Houston will, will probably do a very similar gameplay. Can't hear you, Mitch. Unmute, Mitch. <laughs> Is everyone giving Mitch a hard time right now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? There you go. Thank you. Yeah, Kalani, sorry about that. Uh, how big of an impact was that opening drive fumble in, in terms of setting the tone for maybe the rest of the entire day? Yeah, I thought the, the response from our defense was good, you know, and, and um, I think, you know, like I said, we knew what Utah was going to try to establish a run game and, and uh, do something. So they have one of the best running backs in the country, you know, in a big physical line. But uh, I, I think that our team has seen adversity on, on a lot of different areas and, and our, our response has always been on point. And, um, you know, it just took a little while to get going. And then uh, when you're looking at the mistakes, I have to look back at it. And I, I don't know how many of them were, were um, dealing with um, penalties and just getting behind the count. It, that's stuff that we can actually fix on our end. And, uh, you know, when you, when you got some holding penalties, things like that, obviously we know we can play a lot cleaner than that, but it stops the drives. and. Uh, I know turnovers happen, fumbles, things like that, but we, we are a huge emphasis on ball security here. And that's that's one thing that we pride ourselves on. It. And the fact that that showed up was was, was not going to work for, for us, and we need to do better, and I uh, need to coach it better. All right, let's do Gurney, Jay Drew, and then Jake Hatch. Yeah, Coach, it seemed like in the game's most difficult moments, uh, Zach was still able to make some phenomenal throws and really trust in his receivers, particularly Dax Milne. Uh, can, can you maybe speak into the work that goes into it where he can just feel so comfortable in, in pulling out big plays when everything's going wrong, it seems like? He's got great targets. Um, Dax knows how to get open, and he's, a, he's really explosive on the offensive side. Uh, Gunner, Neil. Isaac, you know, we have a lot of guys I think can com contribute to the offense. And you look at the run game with, with Lopini and Tyler. So um, there's a lot of different things we can do as a team. Um, just got to be more efficient as a group. And I, I, I was proud of our team. We got the win, right? And, and, and um, there's things that we could do better and improve on from this week to next. And I look forward to fixing it. But 
uh, the players, the effort, the, everything was there. I don't want to keep taking saying I keep saying that we you know we're making mistakes and this and that, but as UTSA had a lot to do with it, you know, and 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 I thought it was if there's any silver lining on this is that we were able to be uncomfortable a little bit and and uh, I told the team we've been in this position. There's a lot of seniors there where we've lost these games, you know, and been in a situation where we lost the momentum and lost these games, and it felt good to get this win. It felt good to to be able to be four and zero and to learn from this and try to get better. And I think we'll perform a lot better next time. And the fact that we get less than a week, I think that's a positive for us. These guys are excited to get back on the field. Um, you know, we celebrate the win because we got it. And, and now, we, as soon as we're done with this, we leave the locker room, we start working on, on, on you know, playing Houston and trying to be at our best. So I think there's a combination of different variables here. And I, uh, I don't know what the score would have been had we made less mistakes and, and taken care of the football better. But I, I think... Uh, I just like the fact that our guys believe in each other. They love each other. You can see it when they, when they take the field. And I'm um, just happy that we were able to fight through and get this win. Lonnie, you kind of hinted Monday in your press conference and talking about not patting guys on the back. You got to get to work. Did you notice anything in practices leading up to this that there might have been a complacency or anything setting in at all? No, the guys have always worked hard, you know, and it's just. You guys stop telling them how good they are. You know that'd be that'd be helpful. <laughs> but I think, I think uh, you know this is a, every everybody's. Inside. I don't do a lot of the social media stuff because I'm older. But I think that's kind of like this this uh, generation. That's what they do. But I, I think the key is to ask these guys to be razor sharp and focused on what we're trying to accomplish as a team and and, and avoid the distractions. The distractions can come in a lot of different forms. It could be criticism. It could be praise. Maybe a lot of things there that we need to just stay focused on what we're trying to get done. And now, with this with this close win, I think these guys are ready to get back at it and improve. Um, I, I don't think, from what I saw in the week of preparation, the guys the guys have always given us their best effort. And this is a combination of UTSA doing some great things on their on their side, and then us just not taking advantage of some opportunities that we had on ours. That's. But uh, when you look at it and the stats, we were able. Our goal was to stop the run. Thought we did a pretty good job holding Sincere McCormick to, to what 42 yards rushing. That's a good sign for us. And then I thought, um, you know, they brought in uh, Narcisse to throw the ball, and I thought he was he was uh, 17 of 20 for 229 yards, two touchdowns. That's too efficient. We didn't disrupt him enough, you know. So uh, glad that they were able to to test us, but we we didn't respond well enough, and there had too too much efficiency on the offensive side in the second half. And defensively, we have to improve that because. I think Houston's got, got some good film to watch now. Kalani, I wanted to ask you about that offensive line for you. you had Joe Tukuafu make his second straight start, but it seemed like Zach was under more pressure today than he has been previously. Any particular reason why? Yeah, UTSA is a, a lot more um, aggressive in their game plan. They they pressure a lot more than other teams and definitely more than any team we play. Um, that's the reason why I think they lead the, the country in TFLs. Uh, they, they, they're going to... They're going to try to get after you and pressure you a lot. And I thought we were going to respond to some of it, but some of the, some of the times that we weren't able to, whether it's pass pro in the run game, uh, we weren't able to, to do enough, you know. And uh, But I look at some of the stuff that we did running the ball. I like I liked that Tyler Argier had a lot of yards and the averages were there for him and, and the entire offense to run the ball. Just putting it putting it together and having the, the offense run smooth, we, we've seen it be a lot smoother in, in the past. And, and there are times in, in this uh game that was smooth, but the, there's times that it just wasn't, wasn't what we're used to. And so 
we'll do everything we can to get it back on track and, and get more points on the board. When it comes down to it, we'd like to see more points on the board with, with uh, the type of athletes that we have on this offense. And on defense, we, we think we can cause more disruption and be a little bit more stout with the type of athletes we have on defense. Jake, did you have a follow-up? Yeah, I just wanted to ask real quick. We saw the fumbled exchanges between Zach and Algier. Is there anything particular going on there that they told you? Yeah, it's got to be better. Just that 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 that's uh, whether it's you know lack of focus, or whatever it is, um, not understanding miscommunication. It can't happen. So we need to improve that. But fortunate part is I think that's something that we should be able to fix quickly. The unfortunate part is that we left some plays out there that we could have taken advantage of if we just were smooth with the transition and the handoff. So that's just that's just one part of, of what we could be better. There's a lot of different places on offense and defense where we can be a lot cleaner. But happy the guys got the win. I'm proud of how hard they played. They're physical. We did some really good things on offense, defense, and special teams. Looking forward to getting on the film, the film and, and learning from this. I, Really pleased with the way our guys were able to battle and get this win. So I, I don't want to take away from from the result we want, you know. And and, and let's get better. And it's it's a lot easier to, to win and, and get better and and demand more from your team than it is coming off a loss. Okay, we're gonna do Norma and Jared, and then we're gonna move on to Dax Mill. Hey, Coach. For the first time this season, you guys uh, were trailing in the first quarter and were even unable to score in the first quarter. What type of uh, response did you see from your team going into the second quarter? What did you tell them? What was going on? Yeah, there was, there was no panic. I thought the leaders were in control of the team. There's not a lot of panic. We, we've been, I, I think we were driving and then chose to take it into the next quarter, right? And, but I, um, you know, we, we wanted to be aggressive. We wanted to put points on the board, but we knew that we would be um, that we had a couple downs. I think we went on fourth down and got that touchdown. Um, we trust our offense and our coaches and our players. So um, I'm not really focused on, on, you know, trailing or all the stats of whether we score points every quarter or not. I just, I felt like um, UTSA did a great job of slowing the game down. And I thought they tried to possess the, the ball a little more, run some clock and limit our possessions. And I thought they did a good job of that. I, I don't think defensively we made enough stops early to get off the field and then get the ball back to our offense. We're going to try to get that done. And offensively, I think we can control the tempo a little bit more and, and try to be more explosive as a team. Kalani, you got a big sack from Gabe Summers to get the ball back. And then the run game really propelled you down the field on that, four, on that fourth quarter drive that allowed you to have the two-score lead. That sequence, how big was that to see your boys make those plays in the fourth quarter when you had to, to, to kind of give yourself a little cushion? Yeah, I just, I, you know, if, the coaching in, in us is always like, man, you, you, you love the big plays that we're making. And I keep thinking about the ones that we didn't, the sacks that we had, and then let, let um, low Narcis get, get break free and throw a touchdown and break down in coverage because for whatever reason, we maybe we thought that he was, he was taken care of it. Uh, just, the, just that stuff is what what bugs me the most, and that's the coach in me. But the way the guys respond and the way the guys have been—I mean, the entire game, our guys are on top of it. They're they're on it. They, they, they want to get back out there. And I think if you asked our players, they could have another 60 minutes to play a game again. They would they would take it a heartbeat. You don't get that opportunity, you know. So we'll never get this game back. And so what we need to do is double down and make sure that we don't. Uh, make very similar mistakes so that make sure that we're uh, on point for the next one and 
And as a head coach, that's what that's I want to do. That I want to get that done, and uh, want to celebrate the win, but uh, definitely want to get better. I know we can play better than this, and then, but a lot of credit to UTSA for making plays. Thank, Thank you, coach. There you go, head coach of BYU, Kalani Sataki, addressing the media after this game goes final. We'll go to a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about what he had to say, and you'll hear from some of these BYU players. That's all coming up next on your Cougar Post game. Powell lined up in the slot. There's the quarterback run, and Wilson with his sixth rushing touchdown of the season. Look how quick Zach Wilson is off of the token fake in there, and he just, he knew what the read was going to be. Defensive end, 45, collapses down, 88. Ligon, the freshman linebacker, late to pursue, probably because his eyes took him where the back was. Zach Wilson does the rest. You know, every once in a while, a team that you don't expect to rise up will rise up and they'll punch you in the mouth, and that's what UTSA was able to do today. Now, they didn't get the win. BYU was able to come out of this thing with the win, 27-20. to 20, But University of Texas San Antonio showed up to play some football, and that happens from time to time. You know, Arkansas nearly gets the win over number 13, uh, Auburn, just moments ago. If that call would have been a proper call, Auburn would have got the fumble. Arkansas would have got the ball back with 28 seconds left near the 50-yard line with an opportunity to take the knee and win that game. Like, Sometimes the other team shows up, they want it a little bit more, they try a little bit harder, and I felt like that was the case here. Now, Will, this BYU offensive line did not give up a sack, so BYU has yet to give up a sack so far this season. But as was asked by Jake Hatcher, 12-8 of the zone to Kalani Zataki, there was a little bit more pressure. How much do you think that disrupted Zach? How much do you think that led to kind of some of the, the, the slowdowns that we saw from BYU's offense? I think maybe a little bit. I mean, maybe I was a little bit um, – I, I don't know. It, it definitely could have slowed him down, but it also could just be matchups. Football is a game of matchups, hands, as you know. It's a, it's a matchup game, and, and, uh, it, and also it's a really emotional game. Sometimes people don't understand how much emotion and, like, pure grit – the want to win can keep you around. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, I know we don't like to say this as Brigham Young fans, but we've beaten a lot of teams that are full of five stars, uh, guys who were taller, faster, um, who went on to with more teams with guys who had seven, eight guys go into the NFL from that one team that lost to Brigham Young. That's on pure grit, tradition, belief. And, and UTSA just had that today. How come we can never just have that? Why does it have to be, well, you know, you know, this was, no, these guys came out, they played a tough game, and the fact is they lost. They lost the game. The better team won, and they didn't have their best stuff. You didn't have two of your best O-linemen. There's a lot of different things. That's football, though. And, and, And guess what? Next week we won't have all of our guys, and the following week we won't have all our guys. And guess what else? UTSA didn't have all of their guys. And that's just, that's how football goes. The fact is Brigham Young got it done today. Why did they only win by seven points? There's several several factors, but we have to start giving respect and, and, and the do when it's when the do is there. They played good. They played a good game. They had a good game plan. Quarterback played well. He was effective. He wasn't nervous. He didn't have happy feet. We didn't get to him like we thought we would get to him. The, 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 the O-line came out, and they put hands on our D-line and did a good job of, of sustaining blocks. They played with better technique today than they had on film. 
but they're still a team that was 3-1 and one coming into this game. The team that, you know, can score, has some guys who can run and catch the ball. It was proven today, and BYU now goes back to the, to the laboratory and says, okay, this is what we need to clean up. You break down the film and say, what's going on here? Why was this guy not open? What, what's going on with, with this turnover or that turnover? What's the issue here uh, between Zach and Algier on the – on the handoff that it, we didn't lose it, but it was a fumbled. Um, just, just sometimes you just don't have everything going the way you want to, and you have to dig deep, and your guts have to win the game. And that's what BYU did today. They got off the field, they won the game, move on to the next one, and go get the, go get better this week. Another big emotional swing moment for UTSA. They 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 lose their captain and really their emotional leader, a guy that. I talked about all week Rashad Wisdom, who Rashad Wisdom missed the first half of this game because he had a targeting call last week against Alabama Birmingham. But Rashad Wisdom drops his hand or his head and puts it on the hip of Milne, if I remember right. Um, was it Milne or maybe it was Powell? Might have been, might have been know. Powell. But um, did you see Rashad Wisdom drop his helmet? Did you see the targeting call? Was that the right call? Yeah, uh, he he was real frustrated with it, and um, I think I might have been off getting uh, some uh, some diet do when when because I came back and I was looking and I forgot to rewind it. I was just seeing him upset. See uh, but but you know I, I I'm an old school football player. I'm, I'm the new school is. I mean I'm sure it probably was a target. I mean it's by the sort book. of target. It's by the book. I mean you I, I feel like you can argue a lot of targets both ways. I did see the target. There was one target that I thought that they missed on. Uh, uh, not, uh, on one of our backers who it was helmet to helmet he really smacked this dude his head was down oh, Fanua. And, Fanua, yeah. yeah and uh so so you know you miss some you make some and and so either either way i mean it is frustrating for these kids um to get that where you have to at least you get to stay on the field now <laughs> you don't get uh sent to the locker room because you're a bad person um so you can stay on the field but it's pretty frustrating when you're just playing hard i don't think anyone's out there really trying to to do extra harm it's just playing the game and playing it fast and it happens isaiah kafusi led byu in tackles he had nine tackles on the day he also had a half tfl and uh, was all over the place Keenan peely comes in as the second leading tackler with five tackles michael harper had four tyler batty had four tyler batty continues to play really well i i, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more pass rush presence but they were doing some chip stuff. They were doing some quick throw. They were doing some stuff where they were forcing DNs to delay because when you put in a guy like Narcisse, Narcisse is going to hit the edge if you're yeah. getting too widely, so you got to run past lanes. Um, but but I thought for the most part, those linebackers played pretty well, you know, holding UTSA to, to 20 points. In the first half, they ended up with a field goal, I believe, in the first half. And... Um, yeah, just a field goal in the first half and scored 14 of their 20 points in the fourth quarter. So some desperation points, uh, putting it up in the air. But, uh, again, going to what you can you can do, and they do have some receivers with some talent. You know, margin hooks. He's not working. He's not working with chumps. Now he's got a lot of he he's got a lot of horses that he trains. A, a lot of horses, and and he's and he's teaching them. Uh, you know, I talk to margin a lot. You know, uh, I there's a lot of great people doing great things and in texas here in utah ross is a partner of his and um ross oppo who the great byu receiver who uh um, trains a lot of the young kids here a lot of the college kids here these guys are these guys are 
you know, putting in the work. But but Margin gets a lot of guys with a lot of speed, a lot of talent, and he's able to hone that talent, uh, really work the skill set, work the releases, work all the things that he does. And uh, obviously, you know, I, I can't remember. I think I just saw his uh, – how many All-American, high school All-American, Under Armour All-Americans, it's ridiculous. I think it's like 15 kids. Um, so those guys are playing major uh, major college football at, at the University of Oklahoma. Three of the guys who start are all guys that Mark Hooks has been training since, you know, the eighth grade. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it is what it is. There's talent all, all over the place, and, and uh, you know, it, what can I say? Some of it say? showed up for UTSA tonight. It, it definitely did. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to hear from Dax Milne and some of these other players. This is your Cougar Post Game Show live at the TridayTrading.com studios at the uh, Thanksgiving point. More Cougar Post Game Show coming up next. Four-man rush on third and 11. Narcisse in trouble and sacked. Brought down by Gabe Summers, the sophomore from Dallas. This, Anish, is what BYU's been able to do all year long. They've been able to create pressure with three and four-man rushes without having to bring a fifth rusher. And that's just Summers taking care of business at the point of attack, collapsing the pocket nowhere, nowhere for Lowell Narcisse to go either with his legs or his arm. Right there was the play. That was the moment of the opinion. Uh, that was that was it. Gabe Summers is uh, Gabe Summers is able to get that big sack off a push pull rush. Really big moment for Gabe, and uh, that really switched the tide. Uh, it, UTSA had an opportunity to drive down and tie this thing up, and in a third down. Gabe Summers recognizes down a distance. He recognizes that he's been bull rushing. He's been pushing on that big guard all game long, and he throws a really beautiful push-pull and gets by him clean and gets a beautiful sack. Gabe Summers really switched the tide of this game. And then, of course, you're able to cover the the onside kick. Then you had the roughing the punter where you get the ball back. You're able to take the knee on the final 20 seconds and seal the win 27 to 20 for BYU. It was a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be, especially me, a lot closer than anybody wanted it to be, but they got the job done. BYU quarterback Zach Wilson took to the podium. He had another very solid night, 22 of 30 for 292 yards and two touchdowns. Let's hear from Zach Wilson. Zach, what, how did you feel like the offense was consistency-wise today? It just didn't seem as crisp as you guys have been in the past. And, and did you have any any feel of, of why that that was the case? Yeah, very inconsistent. I would say, you know, I don't I don't think it's you know particularly particularly anything besides uh, those guys came out ready to play. And you know, one of the biggest things I noticed is uh, us hurting ourselves, whether it's a mental error or uh, you know fundamental mistake. You know, we had a couple of uh, things where I got I to get the snap quicker and get it to the back, you know, a fumble where we shouldn't have a fumble. Um, I had a bad pitch to, to Tyler on one of our option plays, you know, things like that. We, we just had all across the board as a team today, and um, you know, things that we can work on this week in practice. You know, I, I still think we had glimpses of that playmaking ability when, when everything was clicking, you know, capitalizing on, on plays down the field and, and, guys, and guys making plays. And Zach, just to follow up that question and answer on that third touchdown drive, um, you, 
you were able to find Dax on third down. You went down the field to Gunner. On that touchdown drive, did it feel like things were kind of coming together finally? Yeah, for sure. I feel like we're back to where we where we were supposed to be. Guys are making big time plays. The O-line did a great job giving me some time in the pocket right there. Um, you know, the play you were talking about with Dax, he won on a slant route. Um, we were able to steal one and, and run for some yards. And then the O-line did a great job of holding up safety bit on the, uh, deep, the deep crossing route. And uh, Gunner made a great job make, uh, making a contested catch. Thanks. We'll go with Sam Farnsworth and then Brandon Gurney, please. Hey, Zach. Um, Coach talked a little bit about how these are the type of games where last year you guys might not have won in years past, not just last year. For you personally, what have you taken from your experiences in past years in similar situations, similar games that helped you in the moment today? You would never take a game for granted, man. I mean, you know, people, people talked us up a lot in this game. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that we fell into the hype at all. You know, that's not, you know, the guys knew we had a, a team that was coming out here ready to play. And so, you know, credit to those guys for coming out and, and being ready, you know, but, you know, you can't take these, these games for granted. Uh, they fly by and, and the ones that you expect to win comfortably, you know, sometimes don't happen. And, and BYU for sure knows that over the past, right? We've had games in the past that didn't work out for us that way. And so uh, we just got to take it one game at a time. Yeah, Zach, that first touchdown pass to Neil, we were watching the press box. It looked like you had absolutely nothing, and you're able to fit that in. Um, can you maybe walk us through that play, and maybe how cool was it to see Neil make it a catch like that after that initial fumble? Yeah, you know, they did a good job disguising. I was actually trying to work the boundary there, and uh, the corner press failed, so I wasn't able to, to work my one-on-one. I didn't have pressure, so if I would have been able to get to my front side read, I think I actually had Neil... Uh, right out of his break, uh, sitting in the end zone. You know, I ended up scrambling because I, I was trying to make a play. And um, really, at that at that point, the guy had his back turned, and I was really just trying to throw it up and give him a shot in, in that situation. And he did a great job going up and catching it and get his foot in balance. That was huge. Okay, we'll go Jacob Patch and then Mitch Harper. Yeah, Zach, I wanted to ask you, you, you and Tyler seem to have some issues in terms of getting that handoff. What was going on there? Was there anything in particular you can identify? Yeah, you know, different different points of the game. You know, me and Joe, you know, particularly with me, I got to clean up the under center snaps. We just got to get those cleaner. Um, we just got to rep those more. Um, that one at the end, you know, you couldn't, couldn't put that on Tyler either. Um, trying to run the clock out. He's got a guy in his face falling at his feet, and he's trying to cut back before I, I, I got the ball to him. And so... You know, it's, it's really just one of those things that happens sometimes in that moment. And, um, you know, we're going to learn from it and come back and, and be ready to capitalize on that step next week. There you go, BYU quarterback Zach Wilson getting ready now for Houston on the road. It's going to be another good test for BYU. I, I just sent this tweet out, and I really believe this. Sometimes teams just show up ready to play. It happens all the time. Sometimes you just see an unexpected win from time to time. Now, I understand BYU's angst. I, I understand BYU fans' angst. I, I get it. You've been jilted a couple of times. Um, you've been tricked. You've been let down. And and I totally understand that. There, there's a little bit of anxiety when a team like UTSA kicks in and starts playing well and they find gaps and score 14 points in the fourth quarter with their backup quarterback I, I know that those moments can cause a lot of problems. I do believe that BYU's defense is going to have to go back to the board, and they're going to have to check out things defensively with their scheme, their drop eight. They've got to make sure that they're not getting caught in the rut of believing that's the only thing that they can do, or the only thing that they really need to do against Houston. 
I think if Houston catches their stride, I think they can dink and duck and pick apart the drop eight. So you need to have something else ready. And I, and, and I know that I'm sure the coaches would be listening and thinking, we do have a lot of things. You know, we rushed five. I did. I saw the rush five, and I saw a lot of the things that BYU was doing um, to try to provide some pressure and change it up a little bit. But you know, maybe when you're talking base, maybe base needs to change. You know, because I, I, I do feel like at times when you can, when you're rushing three, like for instance, the week before you rushed three and three's getting there and you had four or five sacks or whatever you had in that game. When three can't get there and a quarterback can sit and a quarterback has a decent read, you can find some of those quick slants. You can identify zone side or you, if, they, if, if it's double zone side, you can find those, those zone pockets. And if you've got a quarterback that can zip, he can push it into those pockets. So, and I do know that they like to change up and they like to do some man on the, on the I think they do man, man on, fin, on, on field side. They'll do some zone on boundary. And, and, you know, obviously I'm not in tune enough with BYU film that I can identify those zones and those mans and those percentages, but a team with heavy preparation can. So when you're playing Houston, you better have some things ready defensively because Houston could put up more than 20 points. Uh, Houston will be a better offense. It'll have a better offensive attack than UTSA. And UTSA was able to put up 14 points in the fourth quarter. And I do think BYU was in maybe in some prevent mode. I think BYU was just trying to hold on to the lead. I wish that they could have pressed a little bit. I hated to see the three and out too. Hated to see the three and out when BYU was trying to burn clock. And in this game, UTSA was able to stop him on a three and out. Tyler Algier put the, the ball on the ground. You hear him talking about that exchange and that issue. And he was able to pick that ball up there in the, in the clutch seconds. That that would have been a crucial turnover. So you got to clean all those things up. But I think they will. It's just sometimes this is just how football goes. This has been your Cougar Post Game Show. BYU gets the win, 27-20 to 20 over the UTSA Roadrunners. Keep it tuned to 97.5, 12 into the zone. We'll be getting ready for the game next weekend against Houston throughout the week starting at 6 a.m. with DJ and PK right here on 97.5, 12 into the zone on the Zone Sports Network.